0: Half Empty Cup of Joe is sponsored by Milan Vukovic with Tahibo Tea at 818 610 8088. This is your Half Empty Cup of Joe.
1: Pour a cup of this good smelling coffee. It will taste as good as it smells.
0: This show is hosted by Joe Jaquit and Jason Walker. Because half a cup is better than no cup.
2: We're back here, the half-empty cup, Joe and Jason, uh, on this Monday. I, I hope it finds you well out there. Uh, I apologize uh, uh, for Friday Uh, I had some, uh, I was just a little under the weather, so it took a day, uh, but uh, back and feeling better, ready to go out there. Uh, Jason uh, will be joining us here. Uh, We're going to have Steve Mitchell with us, uh, but uh, Deering... During the next commercial break, I've got to reset uh, my laptop here, so uh, I'll, I'll get on that during uh, the commercial break. But I, I and I'm still want... here, Joe. I'm still here. I'm just You're not You're here, video. Jason. I'm, I'm, okay. I'm here. I, 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 uh, I had a, a lot of different things uh, going on. It's been a busy uh, Monday morning as we're kind of watching how all of these things are, are playing out in the world. But I, I want to remind people that, uh, the, the, station and, and the support that our listeners show it. Uh, we're getting ready. Uh, we're not, I'm not ready today, but we're getting ready. We're going to have, a, a fundraising event coming up. Uh, we're going to be, uh, securing, working on securing a brand new transmitter, uh, that will allow us to operate at full power all the time. Uh, we we we're at that point now uh, where because of you guys, here's a great part. The radio station's in good shape. Uh, support our advertisers. That's the best thing you can do. Uh, why Refi has really helped making this possible. Uh, we're going to be adding even more features. Right now, this show's on Rumble. Patriots on Rumble. Uh, Craig Show's on Rumble. I think Tammy's Garcia's on Rumble. I mean, we're getting uh, our lineup all over to different social media platforms. Uh, but now we really want to uh, take it up a notch to where uh, day in and day out, uh, we're getting the best quality signal uh, that we possibly can. And I want to thank our friends over at y Refi. For the amount of support uh, that they have shown the the radio station if you if you have fifty thousand dollars or more and you have I really do because it, it two things one you're actually doing something good so many times we got to invest our money and, and we kind of hold uh, our nose up right kind of plug our nose a little bit. And no, yeah, okay, yeah, I know I got to have Apple and Microsoft and Google in my portfolio, or I can't make any money. I really don't want to. But if I don't, right, it's going to be hard. Or, uh, you know, my my broker bought Budweiser. I don't even know what my 401K is buying. But these guys, this is the private student loan market. You know, uh, the government, oh, we just got to forgive everybody. No, no, you don't. No, you don't. Uh, the, the banks have walked away from these people. I mean, we know it's idiotic uh, that you'd loan eighteen, nineteen, twenty-year-olds with no jobs this kind of money. Uh, but why refi fines the ones that hey, if somebody would just give them a break, they got a good job, right? They have a good job now. Maybe they didn't when they graduated, but they do now. If some if somebody would just charge them a half-decent interest rate, they can make payments. Matter of fact, the, the borrowers at Y-Refi helps, get this, they have it paid off in eight and a half years. I mean, that, that's like a, a, a new car loan anymore now. Paid off. How many of you out there know people, I know people 40s, 50s, 60s, still have student loan debt. No, it's paid off. These were the ones that got sent to collection. Their credit's been ruined. They were deemed, uh, you know, horrible people, horrible members of society. And, of course, because the way the law's written, right, they can never get rid of it. But that's what Y-Refi does. And by you investing with them, they're able to help a lot more people that they know, hey, these people can pay. We already know they can pay. They already know they can pay. And right now, my friends at Y-Refi, J- Jason, they have a line of people they want to help. But but right now, it's like, hey, we, we're, we we don't have all the capital to help everybody that can use their help. And, and, and 10, up to 10.25% rates of return, because what Y-Refi does is they buy, let's just say the borrower has $100,000 in student loan debt. It got sent to collections, the courts ruled, right, and it's it's just sitting out there. Why refi buys it all from the collection agency? And they pay 30 cents on the dollar. And then eight and a half years later, they've got the whole $100,000 paid off. But that's how they give such great rates, of return check them out invest why that's the word invest the letter y r e f y.com or just call them at 888 y refi 24 you know because uh, jason one of the things is the vast majority of the private loans you have to have co so this is not only did it hurt the student it hurt mom and dad. Maybe it hurt grandma and grandpa. You, you, you wouldn't believe how many families get torn apart by student loan debt And it's amazing what happens when all of a sudden someone like Y Refi can help these people, uh, these families, right? You know, people are upset Well, you know, the wounds hurt. And then all of a sudden they immediately start reporting to the credit agencies, hey, your credit's getting better. It's incredible what it does.
3: That's right, Joe. That's right. Why refi? Uh, We got Steve Mitchell as our guest today. Joe and Jason will be right back. Stay with us. We'll be right back. Do something.
5: It's a perfect time to plant trees during the Tree Farm's 50-cent tree sale. Buy the first tree at regular price and get a second tree for only 50 cents. Choose from thousands of carryout-sized shade trees, flowering trees, evergreen trees, and more. Buy one 7-8-foot to eight foot tall flowering tree for only two sixty-nine fifty dollars and get another tree for only 50 cents. That's two 7-gallon trees for only two seventy. dollars You Come take see. I-25 to exit 235, then 5 miles west to
6: the Tree Farm.
0: Half empty cup of joe is sponsored by Milan Vukovic with Tahibo Tea at 818 610 8088.
2: back here. The Half Empty Cup, Joe and Jason. We're going to be joined uh, with Steve Mitchell, but like I said, in the next... uh, Hopefully, uh, let's just say uh, by by Thanksgiving time, we'll have more details uh, on this fundraiser. I think this is going to be uh, maybe... Maybe the last one ever. I don't know. But uh, once we get this new transmitter going, uh, we should be good to go. Uh, But, Jason, it's Monday. Uh, Normally that means we've got Steve Mitchell. I'm pretty excited to hear what Steve wants to bring today because, you know what, Uh, he usually makes me a little nervous with some of the things he he likes to talk about.
3: Yeah. Yeah, and there's there's usually a lot of logic behind it. Uh, Steve Mitchell is a pharmacist, so he's got – a keen eye on what has gone on during the years of COVID and and uh, the vaccines and the masks and all that and and uh, he's got a lot more. He comes. We we talked to Israel the, the day after the after the weekend that the Israel war started. Uh, we came in and talked to Israel. So it's he's got a, a scope of talking about different things. So Steve, welcome to the show. And I mean, uh, you were you were unable to make it last week, so I'm guessing you probably have a little extra coming today.
8: Yeah. Hey. Sorry, I couldn't make it last week. I had to go to a doctor's appointment I made a long time ago and I didn't realize I had I had a you know my generation and I guess a lot of others we didn't use skin uh, sunblocks and stuff I worked you know on the on the farms and stuff in Kansas under the sun with no shirts and no protection and I had developed a carcinoma on my forehead and since then they've been just having to come in every three to six months to get checked and i couldn't miss that one so i I apologize for not being there but i had to prioritize that (laughs) now i've got the guys remember remember the show we talked about the about the endoscope endoscope where they stick the tube up your butt and check for polyps now they're calling me for that so anyhow (laughs) there's a lot of things to talk about uh you know it's like my god we've got the wars going on we've got COVID supposedly surging again. We've got RSV raging through the population. We've got all kinds of things. If you listen to the mainstream media, when I walk outside, I see everyone pretty healthy and walking around. But one of the things I want to talk about, it just came to my mind. It wasn't what I actually meant to start out with today, but I think it's important. So in the last week, I have met three people at the nail salon who were injured by the COVID vaccines. One is in heart failure. And these are people that the doctors have told them the vaccine damaged them. It's not, they're not making it up on their own. They're saying, look, this, you know, one's in the military. She's still um, in the military, but she's been put on kind of an inactive duty because she can't go she can't be deployed and the only reason i knew i found out about her being damaged was because we were talking about the possibility of people being people being deployed over to israel and she said that she wouldn't be able to be called up because she had developed uh this problem after she got the shot she got the shot and then she started passing out and falling down and they did mri's and found that she developed a cyst on her brain and uh Another guy, the one in heart failure, I don't even know. He's in terrible shape, and uh, and another person had endocarditis problem. That's three people out of a week. You know, we're not a scientific study, but uh, you know, we we have a pretty good sampling of people come through, of all walks of life. The thing that struck me is two of the people that came through were in the military and they were forced to get the vaccine and that thing with the vaccine for the military was one of the biggest scams you know we may talk about the anthrax vaccine that people were forced to get back in the in the time we were fighting in the Middle East uh, and and the belief that the military or the people who manufactured the vaccine may have tried to use squalene in a in a few lots as an adjutant to adjuvant to make it um, to make the vaccine more effective for whatever reason, but now
3: they deny it ever happened. Well, Steve, I'll, I will add a little bit that technically these people volunteered for the vaccine. I understand the pressures of why getting it if you didn't want to get it. If you're in the military, hey, we're going to kick you out if you don't get it. Mm-hmm. I get that, but still, there was a choice. This, you know, no matter if you're the threat of job, threat of military, threat of whatever uh, still everybody that got these shots, at least locally that I know of, I know in certain countries they were trying to force people and strap them down, but generally it was, it was a choice, wasn't it Steve?
8: Well, the choice was don't feed your family, lose your house and don't have insurance or get the shot that the government told you was safe and go forward. So I, I mean, several of my kids have gotten the shots. I've had that debate with them. They basically, you know, they say the government said it's safe and, and, uh, as Dan Bongino said, in a couple, well, to paraphrase part of what he said in a couple of his shows ago, maybe three, four shows ago, the government lied, and and as I have said over and over again, everything the government has told you about the COVID vaccine, and COVID has been a lie. I'm not dying. I'm not denying that people died from COVID. I'm not denying any of that. But the government suppressed treatments that would keep people safe drastically drove up the death rate, changed the rules so that pharmacists thought that they couldn't dispense the medications doctors were trying to uh, prescribe. I was just looking at uh, an article. There's a lady named, what's her name? I'll find it later. Oh, Dr. Merrill Nass. She was, because she was talking about covid treatments her board of medicine took her license away She'll, she's still fighting about it. this was in Maine and they they made it mandatory that she go see a psychiatrist because she was talking about COVID and basically saying things that we know we now know is true so yes they voluntarily took it because they didn't have a choice if I mean some of us were so dedicated to it that they would have given up everything. I mean, I told my kids, "I'll go to work driving Ubers before I get the shot." But not everybody had that option, and not every you know, like we've talked about before, people believe what the government told them. They believe, and the government's still saying that the vaccine is safe. I had an article here I was going to talk about. We probably will later. Insurance industry execs alarmed by surge deaths among young people. But stop short of blaming COVID shots. The data is pretty damning to to indicate strongly that these people are dying from the from the shots. And now they're trying to blame, you know, heat waves and COVID was causing endocarditis instead of the vaccines. And you know, it's it's this huge debate going on. There's still a war going on between the government and the people.
3: Steve, what and about the, uh, the COVID shots that are being uh, advertised on television now? Hey, get your COVID flu combination shots, and, and they're really pushing new uh, pneumonia shots and flu shots. And, and the, Are the COVID shots now any different? Are they any no, less the dangerous? So are they exactly the, the same? It,
8: well, who knows what the formulations are, but they're, they're basically the same, the same technologies. And the, and the technology is what the problem is, in addition to the spike being very toxic. Because I see so, people walking
3: around in, in public with masks on still. It's, it's a small percentage. And the fear that these people must be suffering from, they're going to get shot after shot after shot once or twice a year, sh- should compound the problem you're talking about.
8: I was, in, I was in Phoenix last week, on Tuesday of last week and my boss, okay, I, I work for a company. We're all a bunch of pharmacists. There's like 40 of us. And I, and I'm a partial owner of the company. So I'm there. I was there as, as a company function at a, uh, veterans activity for veterans day hosted by, um, by a a medical alliance down in Phoenix. It's a big deal. And she told me that she got her, she got her last, her, her next shot. So, there's this huge battle of, you know, of cognitive dissonance going on. People, and, and the mainstream media, in, they're doing a very good job of suppressing the information. I mean, people that, still people that go out and talk about about the vaccines uh, causing problems are in deep trouble. I just saw in, in the Kaiser uh, newsletter today, I just saw... There's a huge article about how Texas and Florida's uh, legislators are causing problems with the shots. That's Kaiser, and Kaiser so, continues to to push the shot into its population. Well, my son Jack,
3: Steve, when he was really young, when he's a baby, I, I still was thinking that vaccines were so- somewhat necessary. In the first couple of years of his life, I was giving him some of the scheduled vaccines. And he had ear infections and things going on and wasn't, you know, he was a healthy kid, but it was like there's always something going on once in a while here and there. I think about three years old, four years old, we just stopped doing the vaccines of any kind. He's been the healthiest kid I could imagine ever since, you know. I stopped taking vaccines, I don't know how many years ago, 15-something, 20 years ago. I've been healthier and healthier than I've ever been no longer taking any vaccines. I, I know in 2011, the Supreme Court, after hearing cases about it, deemed all vaccines unavoidably unsafe. And unless you're really worried about whatever the thing is supposed to help with, which I don't think these vaccines can, none of them guarantee they're going to help you with the thing you're getting it for, there's, it's really unnecessary to get any of these things, Steve. And I know that you're a pharmacist, you may see some value in some of these, but I see the value in none of these. I think they're all, just like the Supreme Court said, unavoidably unsafe.
8: You know I could refer you guys you know the listeners to books that would make the case that the vaccines have actually made some diseases worse at least they did yep. uh when they first you know put into into play and that that a lot of the uh reduction in these diseases was was caused by a by an improvement in sanitary conditions and stuff in the united states and and there is data to support that. Having said that, it would suck to die from diphtheria or tetanus in the United States,
3: so some of the vaccines, Steve, let me ask you a question, okay, because yeah. this is one of those interesting things, okay we We talk to kids you know, and talk to parents, hey, if you got an old house and the paint is chipping, watch your children. there's lead in that paint, and they could die of lead poisoning, right. And I've never heard of, saw a news article of, no child going to hospital massively sick or dying of eating the paint. So you talk about dying of of these other diseases like uh, tetanus. I'm sure some kids have gone to the hospital and had tetanus and was a severe case. But have you heard of anyone dying in, in years and years of, of yeah, those I, things?
8: I've I've seen it in in. Uh, I saw a case of tetanus in uh, in the emergency room I was working in in Greeley. the The person was an immigrant from Mexico and they had tetanus so yes i you know unvaccinated people can get tetanus getting get by cough. by
3: not getting the tetanus shot though is that enough to get you into a dangerous position, or would this person maybe having some immune problems? on the side, would that cause the tetanus to become worse? Because if you have a healthy immune system, couldn't even not get in the tetanus shot be no problem for your immune system?
8: You yeah. know, we're, our immune systems are amazingly good. Actually, they're miracles. But they're not omnipotent, and people have historically gotten diseases and died. And the person I'm thinking about, there was nothing wrong with them other than they had tetanus. They had stepped on a nail or something and got sick and you know the the end point for tetanus is pretty grim so it's a trade-off right i would take
3: the risk we got more with steve mitchell here on the half empty cup of joe stay with us we'll be right back
7: KHNC is proud to carry MyKind CBD products. Products include cocoa, top-shelf tinctures, hemp salve, moisturizing lotions, and retinol cream. They also have pet tincture and hemp shampoo for a healthy coat and skin. To see all the CBD products we carry, visit the station at 2 South Parish or check us out online. Go to 1360KHNC.com. Click on the shop button.
10: This is a combed ring-spun cotton that makes My Towels even softer and more absorbent than ever. And now you get a six-piece set for an amazing introductory sale price as low as $29.98. So go to MyPillow.com, use your promo code KHNC to get My Towels for only $29.98. Or you can get My Designer Premium line for just $20 more. Either way, you save 50% now on all my towels. They actually work. What a concept. This offer won't last long, so please order now.
5: MyPillow.com. Trees make you feel good, and the Tree Farm's 50-cent tree sale will make you feel even better. Buy the first tree at regular price and get a second tree for only 50 cents. Choose from thousands of shade trees, flowering trees, evergreen trees, and more. Buy one 6-8-foot-tall to eight foot tall aspen clump for $169.50 and mix and match another tree for only 50 cents. That's two trees for only one seventy. You take I-25 to exit 235, then 5 miles
6: west to the Tree Farm.
0: Half Empty Cup of Joe is sponsored by Wagner Electric at 970-800-3693.
2: Empty cup, Joe and Jason. We got Steve Mitchell with us eight seven seven five three six thirteen sixty, and kind of you know, just talking about vaccines and 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 obviously this was a decision uh, made by uh, the the medical complex uh, back. I guess you know I, polio kind of seems to be uh, the one, but Steve, did it start with? with Was there vaccines before polio or did it start with polio? Because a lot of people are saying that uh, as soon as they stopped using DDT, polio went away. And, of course, that was right around the same time the vaccine happened and that – was it really the vaccine or was it just that the, the, we stopped using that one particular chemical? So I guess a couple of different questions. did vaccines kind of start with polio and then uh, was that were they maybe given more credit than they actually deserved for that?
8: I don't think okay so this, so there's you know there's always a debate about what was causing what? But based on what I know and what I've read, and I've studied the polio thing pretty pretty extensively because um, I was very interested in what the in a in a thing called the cutter event where uh the polio vaccine was improperly manufactured and ended up killing a lot of people and including. The uh, grandchildren, I think of, uh, I think are grandchildren of one of the main people pushing the vaccine into the population. So, um, I don't think that. I think that the. Va- I think that there may have been other things complicating it, but I think that polio was polio, and there were some very very deadly strains back then. Uh, that were in the population so I think it's my belief that the polio vaccine at that time actually helped stop the the epidemic. I remember you know the terror of my parents of everybody was getting getting polio and you know they there was all kinds of beliefs you know being in cold water on a hot day would cause it. all kinds of things. But once they started giving out the vaccines, and I, I think the first thing that I got was the oral vaccine. But I've had both. I've had oral and, and injection. And um, I think that the vaccine did terminate that that wave of disease. You know, there was there was like multiple strains going around the United States, and unfortunately they made the vaccine that caused all the deaths in the people that was that it was given to from the most deadly strain of polio and they didn't inactivate it properly they didn't make sure it was dead or weakened in a, in a lab in berkeley california i think it's berkeley any out so, of the berkeley so area
3: steve yeah we, we had barry jones on a couple of months ago he was covering this talked about that that early version of the the vaccine was hurting people They they had administered about half of it i forget how many million doses and they knew that it was bad at that point They still had all these other doses left. They decided, well, it'd be better. There were cost balancing that, well, here we already paid for all these. We need to get them out. Or do we stop, you know, stop giving them out and take the bad publicity of a bad vaccine? So they just distributed the rest of them out. They just gave them all out. And uh, it made a pretty strong case that polio just went away like a lot of diseases once it went through the population. And probably if it wouldn't have been monkeyed with in vaccines at all, that Polio wouldn't have been that big of a killer if they just wouldn't have reacted and started vaccinating people with a poison that actually hurt more people than it helped. So I, yeah, I, I, that's what that's what I came across on that show some months ago.
8: Yeah, I'm not in the camp believe that believes uh, that. I, you know, everyone's entitled to their. There's two things going on in that in that story, and I don't know if they intentionally merged them or if they didn't understand or if people misheard. There was a ba- there was a batch of there was a several batches of vaccine that were pro- improperly processed, and and the virus was not weakened enough, and it got sent out, and that they caught that pretty quickly. A lot of people got polio, some people died. It was it was made with the most deadly version, and the reason I mean that actually that that actually was the cause of a change in our whole legal systems uh, requirement to prove. W- uh, how you uh, had to protect someone from something you were manufacturing, and it's it was you know if you're interested there's a book called the Cutter Report, uh, and it's it's a very interesting. Story. There's another problem they had with the vaccines, not not that batch, but all the vaccines had a prom- had a uh, cancer-promoting virus inside the vaccine. They didn't properly Process. They didn't properly purify them, or they didn't know how to purify them. But anyhow, when they figured out that they had this problem with this cancer-promoting virus, I think it was Nixon. It actually went to the president, made the decision to not tell the public and to not pull back the vaccines, and they continued to to uh, pump that into the population now they actually have said they found that virus resident in the current covid vaccine i have not been able to verify that but anyhow after that the united states started seeing a surge in soft tissue cancers they can't prove that it was related to that vaccine but i would say there was a there was a cancer textbook it was like you know one of these eight inches 12 inch thick books That was used as a textbook, and in that book, it talked about that virus, and it talked about how that virus was had caused cancers, or was believed to be causing cancers. That book was recalled and taken completely out of circulation.
3: So, so Steve, also in that show that Barry Jones did, what I say, he talked about that very same thing that that there was a 30-year incubation period for a lot of the cancer-causing agents that they would float around your blood, basically. And then, uh, as time went on, it would become pro- problematic and so, in the nineteen eighties as as cancer started spiking, it was because of a lot of the polio vaccines and vaccines that were given out in the sixties and seventies also.
8: I believe that could be true, but it wasn't but it's different things, and it wasn't just the polio vaccine i mean n- numerous vaccines had that same contamination problem and <clears throat> even uh As recently as maybe 10 years ago, they were still talking about finding this virus in some vaccines. Now, it's not supposed to be there. You know, I'm not... So, I'm not... I get accused of being an anti-vaccine person. I'm not. I believe in some vaccines. You know, I believe in... I don't like the schedule they put out for giving them to kids. But the newer vaccines... Like, they're pushing this RSV vaccine now. All of a sudden, we have a we have a huge surge in RSV. RSV has always been a problem with children, and and based on what they've done with the COVID vaccine, I wouldn't trust. I wouldn't trust the drug companies as far as I could throw them. Nor the FDA,
3: nor the CDC. I I got one question, Steve. How did the human race ever survive without them? We'll talk about that. (laughs) We got Steve Mitchell here. 877-536-1360.
0: All of your electronic devices can be severely damaged by lightning bolts and power surges. Even worse, an EMP attack can destroy everything, leaving our technology-dependent society with no technology. But don't let that be you. Go to EMPSHIELD.com and put KHNC in the promo code box. EMP Shield is an electromagnetic pulse, solar flare, and lightning protection system made to protect you and your electronics. Again, go to EMPSHIELD.com and type KHNC in the promo code box. EMPSHIELD.com.
8: I am a veteran of the United States Marine Corps, and our team is made up of veterans and security experts,
11: not a bunch of salesmen. Our team is trained and fought with much of the actual equipment we sell. And one thing you should know is that we support the foundations and principles this great country was founded upon. So if you need tactical gear, ammo, firearms,
7: AR parts or upgrades
4: and even survival accessories, stop by and visit us on Ken Pratt Boulevard and Bowen Street in Longmont, or visit warriorsrevolution.com. That's
2: warriorsrevolution.com. Most people think they can't afford to invest in gold and silver, but at the Patriot Trading Group, we believe that everyone should have the opportunity to own hard assets. That's why we created our Preferred Metals program. You can get started for as little as $100 a month. Go to allamericangold.com and click on our preferred metals icon to learn how you can get started today. Or call us at 800-951-0592, the Patriot Trading Group, allamericangold.com. Here the half-empty cup. Joe and Jason, our guest Steve Mitchell, and you know, talking about vaccines and and obviously, you know, Steve highlighted, yeah, they're dangerous. But uh, you know, Steve's like, hey, I, yeah, I see the need for that. That that I like that one, uh, but a lot of them, not a fan of, especially the new ones. The one thing for me is this: just seems like this is how. They want medicine to go now. The you know the, the amount of vaccines taken when we were kids versus the kids of today, uh, it's been a, a, an off the chart uh, increase in, in the amount, and not only not only the amount, uh, but they seem to mix them now, right? They they'll throw three or four into a single shot, and a lot of people think. Uh, that can cause, and, and I think maybe Steve. The problem is it may not cause a problem in everybody, but, but it, it causes a problem in, in a certain group of people that nobody really can articulate to uh, as to why. But, but, but some of these vaccines uh, have killed, you know, when you talk about the COVID vaccines, a, a good friend of mine, his brother. Uh, and it went through the whole thing. They actually admitted, yeah, the, the, the vaccine killed him. Um, and, and other people seemingly, well, I've gotten the first shot, the second shot, the third shot, the fourth shot, and, and I'm not having any problem.
8: Yeah, you know, it has appeared and it's been documented that different lots have, a, have highly different amounts of adverse effects. Uh, you can, if you're worried about whether your COVID vaccine batch was a problematic batch, you can Google, I don't know, I always tell people, Google, how bad is my batch or something like that. It'll take you to a website that has a listing of all the different COVID vaccine batches, even ones that the government doesn't officially acknowledge existing. And they've gone in and cross-referenced those batches to uh, reports in the various database on how bad the side effects were and some of the batches were catastrophic and some of the batches didn't have any bad effects. So if you're worried about it, you know, we talk about this stuff on the radio. I'm always hesitant to do that because I don't want, you know, people get they hear us on the radio and they go, "Oh my god, I'm going to die." You know, it's like, "Oh, you know, I need to start making my will, breaking into the banks, you know, all kinds of crazy things are mind. Don't think that. There is a variation like Joe, like Joe's talking about different people react different way like as for for covid my wife's genetics are is is in the group that's almost deadly to her and to me it's like you know i'm in the group that shouldn't be that affected so there's huge variation we're we're amazingly complex machines and there's a lot of variation is around the world in different species and different races uh different people are different ways you know it's like we it's it's always amazing to me we breed dogs and cats for characteristics but we can't believe that that occurs in people you get a bunch of people stuck in a in a geo, geological uh, geographic area and they're breeding within that area and they have a certain genetic material that they're working with and they have certain characteristics and it's different than what they had let's say the people in Scotland are vastly different than the people in ethiopia and the people in ethiopia are different than the people in you know australia it's it's we are an extremely extremely amazing animal but we we get bred for characteristics just like the animals do based on our you know certain groups intermarry and they 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 amplify the the bad recessive genes that would normally be filtered out there's a lot of dynamics going on in the world so you know you said you had a friend that had had died and um, I'm looking at an article here it says Americans now say COVID-19 shots are unsafe and that they know someone who died from one and in the article they say that one in four people know someone's died from the vaccine so as time passes No matter how much the government tries to tell you these vaccines are safe, people aren't going to get them because they're starting to anecdotally know. You know, it's leaking. We talked about this before. It's like whack-a-mole around the edges, right? So it's like, they shut down this way, you know, this path of information and that path of information. But it's gotten so bad you got Dan Bongino talking about the lies that the government put out on his show and just flat out saying the government lied to you. and And... You know, Joe Rogan had very influential people on his show. Almost caused, her, you know, them to be kicked off off of Spotify because they spoke the truth, and the truth will get you fired, delisted, crucified. You know, don't forget. Actually, I was I was going to try to be a good boy today. Don't forget, these bastards did this to us. And now they want to try to go back and say, oh, we were only kidding. Oh, we didn't really mean to cause problems. Oh, you know, they cause people to lose their houses, their lives, commit suicide, go back in school, progress. And, and you know, the, there are studies that say that this endocarditis, the the boys and girls that have gotten it, that that in five years, 50% of them will be dead. And in 10 years, 70% will be dead. And then they come back and tell you this BS that it's a minor problem. They're lying to you. And they're trying to cover up what has happened. Now, whether it's intentional or not, that's a debate. I've got my opinion. Other people have theirs. But going back to what what Jason was saying, there's a book called The Red Queen. And uh, the title basically is The Red Queen... Something about, let me see, The Red Queen by Matt Ridley, Sex and the Evolution of Human Nature. Basically, in this book, he talks about reproductive strategies of different species all the way from um, microbes and viruses up to humans and why they have the reproductive characteristics that they have. But one of the key principles of the book is there's a war going on between or a contest between the ones that eat us and the ones that we eat. And it's always changing as time passes. One side gets stronger, one side gets weaker. We'll be back.
10: Hello, I'm Mike Lindell, the CEO of My Pillow. My passion has always been to help each and every one of you get the best sleep of your life. Radio has helped MyPillow become the amazing company that it is today. And my employees and I want to thank you with some of the best discounts ever. Just go to MyPillow.com right now.
4: And use promo code KHNC.
10: There you're going to find deep discounts on all my pillow products, including the new six-pack towel sets for only $29.98. <laughs>
2: After the financial crisis, instead of breaking up too big to fail, the government and the Federal Reserve created Dodd-Frank and made too big to fail banks even bigger, while putting your deposits more at risk. I'm Joe Jaquint, CEO of the Patriot Trading Group. To learn more, visit us at allamericangold.com or call us at 800 cup Joe and Jason uh we have Steve Mitchell with us and you know just really talking about uh, you know what happened in in modern medicine uh in vaccines obviously uh the covid one the big one in in and, and of course I think now and and, and I know everyone sits differently there's all kinds of different opinions but These scientists, these doctors were working on creating um, a virus uh, that could be lethal uh, to humans and and, and said, well, we're doing that in case it happens for real, Uh, then we'll already have the vaccine. I mean, even that logic sounds idiotic, doesn't it? Hey, let's create stuff that could wipe out the whole human race. And then hope it doesn't get out somehow. I mean, uh, I, I don't understand uh, the the desire by by some, and and, and these are the ones that, that are in power. Uh, this desire on their part to let's see what the the worst thing we possibly can create, and then see if we can come up with a way uh, to make it, uh, you know, not not kill everybody. Uh, That, by itself, isn't it? You know, Jason says it all the time. The Supreme Court ruled: hey, vaccines, by definition, are inherently dangerous. I mean, isn't that inherently dangerous?
8: Yeah, you know, let's go back to the immune system, because Jason, you know, Jason is a strong believer, and there's a lot of truth in what he's saying, but as said in the Red Queen book, there's a constant battle between our system, which is trying to kill everything that's trying to eat us, and everything that eats us trying to survive. So the bacteria and viruses mutate. Our body encounters them. Our body develops immunity to them. And the next time they come around, if they don't change, we are not affected by them. But they change because if they don't, they die. They don't, you know, say like I don't. I don't want to ascribe intelligence to them, but there's, you know, all organisms want to survive, and so they they mutate. The ones that have the ability to counter our countermeasures continue to go forward. This is one of the reasons I'm so anti. You know, people ask me why I'm against the flu vaccine. The flu vaccine is often not effective for starters. That's the good news. The bad news is, is it's sometimes is effective. It, you know, these people that put together this flu vaccine, they're trying to guess what versions of a virus that's constantly mutating is going to stay as close to the samples that they have at the time as possible so that the vaccine can work against those agents, okay? Because your body has to see something to develop an immunity to it. It has to see a version of the virus that it, that is going to be like what comes along. The problem with the vaccine, the, the flu vaccine, is that the, that the immunity you build up is only good for six to nine months. And then your body, it, there's multiple layers of your immune system. The, the, the layer of the immune system that the vaccine uh, activates is not long-lasting for the flu, the flu vaccine, okay? So once you, six or seven months after you haven't seen it and your body net has lost the ability to develop Stop a set bitching. of antibodies that would protect it to the next do version
3: do the next year.
2: Stop. Bitching. We'll be back. Do
0: something.
3: Stop Stay with bitching. us. Steve Mitchell. we'll be right do back
0: something. with Joe and Jason. Stop. Bitching. Do
9: something.
12: You're listening to the Roar of the Rockies, KHNC,
2: 1360 AM, Johnstown, Greeley, Loveland, Fort Collins. This is the Phyllis Schlafly
13: Report, a daily broadcast launched by Phyllis Schlafly, who served as an articulate voice for traditional values for more than 70 years. Upholding that legacy and himself an author, national speaker, and attorney, here's the president of Phyllis Schlafly Eagles, Ed Martin.
11: The Democrat takeover of Michigan in the last election is yielding more harmful consequences. The Detroit-based United Auto Workers Union, the UAW, has a new far-left anti-Trump president who was elected by fewer than 500 votes in a runoff after losing on the first ballot. This new UAW president, Sean Fain, unleashed a first-ever strike against all three Michigan automakers. While denying that he's wrecking the economy, Fain declared that The truth is, we are going to wreck the billionaire economy. And he promised economic and social justice at the Big Three. Fain's initial demands on the Detroit Three would have doubled their labor expenses, which are already far higher than at Tesla and other auto manufacturers. About half of the cars sold in the U.S. are assembled at foreign-owned plants whose American workers have in auto workers' wages, but the war against the traditional car that's being waged by liberals in California and in the Biden administration. California has banned sales of Detroit's traditional cars beginning in 2035, and California recently also sued the oil-producing companies on which cheap gasoline depends. But the sands of political affiliation are ever shifting, and Democrats need to start understanding that their identity politics narrative will come back to haunt them if they aren't careful. Choosing between the interests of the climate hysteria contingent and the union workers certainly isn't in the interests of the Democrat Party. Yet these are the consequences of building your worldview on a spectrum of oppression. The real solution is not to put climate interests first or unions first, but rather to put America first. That's the shortest path to prosperity for all, and especially for auto workers whose jobs have been threatened by overseas interests.
13: This has been the Phyllis Schlafly Report from Phyllis Schlafly Eagles. When it comes to international trade, other countries have long been taking advantage of the American people in our generous spirit. At phyllisschlafly.com, we've got strategies to balance trade and protect the interests of American companies, resources, and citizens. For more, go to phyllisschlafly.com. Thanks for listening, and join us again for the Phyllis Schlafly Report. Any major disaster, especially weather-related, when the power goes out, can cause people to suddenly panic. Within hours, grocery store shelves in your area can be picked clean. Food supply lines get interrupted, and food is hard to find. At that point, it's too late to do anything about it. You must survive only on the food you already have in your home or risk waiting for the government to respond while you're standing in food lines. So ask yourself, do you have enough food in your home to last for weeks or months?
15: The views and opinions expressed on
0: 1360 KHNC are entirely those of the hosts, guests, and callers and do not necessarily reflect the opinions of the Excursion Broadcasting Network. The Half Empty Cup of Joe is sponsored by Wagner Electric at 970-800-3693. This is your half-empty cup of Joe. This show is hosted by Joe Jaquit and Jason Walker. Because half a cup is better than no cup.
2: Yeah, it's complicated, right? The half-empty cup, Joe and Jason, Steve Mitchell uh, with us. And, and, you know, Steve was kind of saying, you know, there's uh, the constant battle, right? You know, I don't want to say good versus evil, but uh, the desire uh, for things that want to attack uh, our immune system to live. And, of course, our immune system's desire to eliminate those things uh that could hurt us uh and that battle uh rages and 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 it's different would you say from human to human or 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 are there groups i mean right you know everybody maybe outside of an identical twin their dna dna is a little different uh does that matter and then the other thing too steve really quickly and i don't want to go backwards but i wanted to ask because a lot of us would think, okay, we go to the store, we buy something and, and I don't know, a frozen pizza. okay we, we buy a frozen pizza, We buy it from, from Company A. And if we don't care if we bought it in Phoenix, in Scottsdale, if we bought it from Kroger or Walmart, there, there's kind of that expectation that it, it's going to be, be made the exact same way. With the exact same ingredients, and and, and uh, what you're telling us with these vaccines is, it varies from batch to batch. They're not the exact same. They're, they're they're they they could potentially have. You know, if there's ten different batches, could we have ten different vaccines, or is it more like well? Eight of them are probably the same, and just a couple of them maybe slightly different. You know, if you could speak to, to to both of those things, that would be great.
8: You know, vaccines are supposed to be the same, but the code vaccine is unique, and there are there are people, and I and I happen to be one of them that believe it's been part of partially part of a, a grand experiment to determine. I'm not sure what. You know this. There's a lot of biological weapons uh, research going on officially and unofficially, but it has been pretty much documented there is a lot of variation in the vaccines that were put out for COVID, even though they were put out under the same name. And it's my understanding that these vaccines weren't even manufactured in, in the regular manufacturing plants. They They were manufactured in plants that are controlled by the Department of Defense and so, who knows I mean there's the control systems are probably not up to what the 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 pfizer's you know or Mercks control systems would be, and you know if you had an agenda, you wanted to run an experiment on American people what well, How else would you do that? I mean what would be a better way than to than to force everyone in the United States to get a shot and and when was the last time you ever saw in a government forcing people? to get shots and offering incentives monetary incentives and and you know donuts and going door-to-door to get people to get their shots there was something very strange about this COVID thing so COVID is an outlier it's different and and it also is the it's the point in time when I have lost all faith in in vaccines going at least going forward with the new vaccines I don't have any faith in them. I, I'm very suspicious. I think that that there's a popula- a depopulation activity going on, and that's what I believe. And and you're going to have a hard time giving it to me the other way. So now going back to the old vac I, the old vaccines, I'm not against the old vaccines. I think they give them at the wrong time. I think that that some people can be injured by them. As an example, when you talked about mixing the vaccines, the measles, mumps, and rubella vaccines got put together in MMR. Originally, they were separate. They got shoved together into one shot, and it was to the, you know, the drug companies wanted to produce that. And the people, this is one of those huge controversies that going on where the people that talked about it have been basically had their, dis- their careers destroyed. They ba- the person who did the testing for the FDA basically came back from the results and said that getting back to the genetic variation that you're talking about that in their testing young black males especially were extremely vulnerable to uh, having autism generated from the MMR combination but they didn't see that with the separate shots his 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 office was forced to destroy that data he kept copies of it and he's presented it and made it available to the world but everybody basically is making it you know they say he's a liar and a quack and you know who who's going to argue with the government because they have so much power in their propaganda arms but i believe what he said i heard him talk and he said we ran experiments the data came back and said that black males young black males before a certain age if they got the MMR shot, they were uniquely sensitive to get developing autism. So it goes back to what you're saying. Is different groups have different genetic vulnerabilities, right? And, and that would make sense. I mean, every, the vaccine's made for everybody in the world, but everybody in the world's not the same. People from Africa are different from people from Scotland, and people from Scotland are different from people in, you know, the Netherlands. Every, that's how they can track you around with your DNA now. But they act like they act like that's not true. Some people, you know, like my wife, Valentina, she, is, she shares a lot of DNA with American Indians. She's from Vietnam. But the reason they can track that now is we have the ability to test, and as people migrate around the world, their DNA gets moved. And that's what makes her
3: vulnerable to the COVID. I got some questions for Steve uh, on the other side of this break. Maybe the audience can also uh, chime in We'll be right back
12: This is Steve at Ramsey Auto Group Hey, this is Mike from Ramsey Auto Group
14: Just stopping in to say hi Let you know that we're still open, still in business
12: And still rocking and rolling You know, if you're looking for a good car experience Come see us We have old school values We still operate by handshake We're not pushy we want you to be happy, and uh, we have a great selection of trucks. 6175 West 10th Street, Greeley. 970-443-5654. 970-443-5654. Hey, folks, Larry Older here. The rumors are true. KHNC
5: listeners are loving Y-Refi. They're investing in a secure, collateralized portfolio with a high fixed rate of return that's not correlated to the stock market or to the Fed. A portfolio where you know what each monthly statement will look like with no surprises. Your interest is compounded daily. You're paid monthly and there are no fees. You can turn your income on or off, compounded whatever. REFY.com or call 888-YREFI24. Click on investYREFI.com or call 888-YREFI24. You will be glad you
0: The half empty cup of joe is sponsored by Milan Vukovic with Tahibo Tea at 818 610 8088.
3: cup of Joe, Steve. Let me, let me, uh, let me approach this uh, from a different angle now that we've talked about the vaccines for quite a bit. Um, one of the things you've, you've mentioned, and I, a lot of people have mentioned this, that they, they believe that the elite of the world want to take the population down. We want depopulation. Uh, they want to they make the, the amount of people walking the earth less. And I'm, I'm starting to the more these shows that Joe and I do and the more shows I do every day, sometimes I get the feeling they want the complete opposite. They want as many people walking around as they possibly can because the financial elite or just the elite in general that are in control of the most important things that go on, time is money. And right now they can't automate everything that humans do with a robot. So it seems to me that they've got all the decision-making power, these, these, these elites, in, in different ways they should be able to cause so much more death than they do. So l- let me give you some numbers, Steve, and you tell me how, if this makes a difference. D- do you, do you think if 70 million people died of COVID shots, let's just say the shots, if seven, we'll go 2024, if 70 million people was attributed to dying of the COVID shots next year, do you think that would make a big difference? In what way? And I don't know. Like, uh, do you do you think uh, population collapse or the uh, the amount of people? Do you think do you think this would be an indication that there would there would be less people from year to year? Well,
8: we're already in a population
3: collapse, so I don't know. Well, I was looking up some numbers, and and, and uh, I know some numbers are kind of hard to book. You know, to uh, it looks like the sources are pretty good. I think these are are, are somewhat factual. The amount of people that die in the world every single day is 150,000. That, that, that number through COVID has fluctuated. It was uh, more like 140, 145. It's been as high as 160, depending on the year. But basically, 150,000 people die in the world every single day. Then I've, I found out how many babies are born. 385,000 babies are born in the world every single day. It gives you a plus one, uh, 135,000 human beings walking every day gives you about 70 million new people uh, plus bonus of people every year. Uh, World War II, for example, they credit World War II all was at seven, eight years of the war, only killed about 70 million people for the entirety of World War II. Doesn't it seem like that if they wanted population collapse, they're going to need something that's a lot more ferocious than COVID, the COVID shots or whatever going on right now, because 70 million people that, that's only one year of growth of humans. That just stunts it for one year. And I don't see COVID or COVID shots taking us down 70 million a year for the next decade. I just I, sometimes I just wonder, Steve is if, if, if we're all scared for the wrong reasons, maybe they just want a lot more serfs doing menial tasks across the world to enrich the. I mean America's population, uh, women in this country are only are only given birth to 1.6 children. Just to keep your population stable, you need 2.1. So the only reason our population in America is staying where it's at is because of immigration. But doesn't it seem like living in America is kind of a sweet place to be because we're not repopulating the planet very well, or our country specifically, and all these people born in all these other countries, all they're doing is basically enriching this country, so to speak. I mean, Joe and I and you, were are kind of feeding off the whale in a lot of ways. Do you really believe that the population decrease? I mean, the Georgia Guidestones got suspiciously blown up earlier this year. Is it because it's just wrong? I, I don't know. I, sometimes you just got to ask the question, Steve. Are we really looking at population collapse when so many new people are born every day above the deaths?
8: Yes, we are.
3: How is that going to happen?
8: I'm just and, trying and to figure out how is know, that going to happen? You don't have to take out a lot of people to call the, the population and affect it long term. And when you're already in a decline, it doesn't take much. Especially if you're taking out females, you can drastically impact. I mean, like you were saying, the replacement rate is something that that we have historically had at a high rate. You know, my grandmother had 13 kids, right? But now, if they have two, if they have three, they think that, that the people are out of control. So women are having fewer kids. Um,
3: but worldwide, and, and Steve, it, let me let me do it again. Worldwide, right now, as of today, three hundred and eighty-five thousand kids will be born today, and only one hundred and fifty thousand pe- uh, people will die today. How does that turn into population collapse? I'm just trying to figure out what what's our path. How do we get to that? Because I I don't right now. I don't see it unless I guess something like a massive pandemic that actually kills people or war. Well, and those happen,
8: right? I mean, yeah that's 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 one of the things I was going to talk about is like you know that we have we have been quite fortunate that we've been able to keep from having any drastic thing You know we had the the flu that killed a lot of people back in World War one I, I think it was, but we haven't really had any drastic population impacting diseases in in two hundred years right but we have had historically the humans, you know, this race that they talk about in in the Red Queen. I mean, it's not to, it's not to the advantage of any bacteria or virus to kill off its host because then it it terminates, right? That's one reason Ebola doesn't go all over because it kills everybody. So before but before see, it does, can doesn't the human
3: immune system eventually just catch up to all that and stop it well, eventually? Some, some several times, generations sometimes. or
8: whatever sometimes it sometimes it happens so fast i mean it your ability to be able to catch up quickly depends on whether whether you've seen that agent before so that's what I, I was talking about with the with the flu shots when we moved to cal to colorado there was a okay there's two things that goes on with the flu virus there's shift and there's and there's drift drift is what we see most of the time it changes a little bit Changes a little bit and your body sees it is like something that saw before, and it can handle it, no big deal. If you get a shift, which is what ha- occurred when I first moved to Colorado, there was a strain that came out of Australia that where the virus had fundamentally changed. And it was not like anything uh, that we had seen before, at least wasn't close enough. And my family was in bed for a, for a week, all of us. So and the, people ask me what I'm most of, uh, afraid of. I'm most afraid of the flu right now. But going back in history, the Black Death took out half of Europe. It took out people in China. It took out people in the Middle East. Right. And and it came in multiple waves. Anthrax also has historically caused all kinds of deaths in the population across time. With the
3: Black Death, for example, though, that was fleas on mice. And the mice would carry the fleas and the fleas would kill people. So just sanitary conditions kind of just gets rid of that from happening again, doesn't it? Well, it was also passed around by people once it got into people, you
8: had mnemonic uh black plague too so it's it's not as simple as to just get down the rat population and there's places in in our country where they have rats as big as cats oh yeah so it's, you know it's not it's not like it's not like we're you know completely you know we like to think that here in america we have it we have everything under control but Around the world, there are countries that have have lower death rates than we do from health problems. So, and and I could make the case that some of our cities have become almost third world. So,
3: Joe, we were going to say something.
2: Well, you know, and I'm sitting here. You know, we we just passed eight billion people on Earth. Matter of fact, uh, protein uh, 8.1 billion and, and you know and it's an interesting point because Jason's right uh, we absolutely have more people being born uh, than die every single day globally uh, to the tune of you know somewhere in the neighborhood of 70 maybe 75 million people a year I mean you know you know somewhere let's just say somewhere both you know between say 70 and 100 million more people born uh, than die every single year, and yet we're talking, you know, hey, are we talking about depopulation? And maybe is it possible that when they're they're talking about uh, depopulation that they're just talking about, hey, let's just get into balance, right? Let's get into balance and and not have – uh, an extra, you know, just for round numbers, and s- let's not have an extra 100 million people born, uh, th- th- then die, right? Let's get it to where uh, the-, the population levels off because at least, uh, you know, for right now, the, the-, the world, Jason,
3: that's a the- standard of living in this country is still giant leaps above the rest of the world. So I just see I just had to I had to ask it because I know populations can collapse. I, I I agree with the things you're saying. It just seems like you know if if you're the guy that's that's making the decisions or you're the group you're the big club, and you want your world to to be the way you want it to be. Don't don't you want to tell people reverse psychology? You want to tell them things are going badly so that they push back in the direction you actually want them to go. That's kind of how I feel sometimes. You know I
8: I understand what you're saying, but take a look around in the stores. the the ratio of young people to old people is not what it used to be when I was a kid. Or as I've continued through time, there's a lot of old people now compared to the young people. Yes, yes. And, And it is a fact that the population of the normal Americans population is going down. You know, some of it's a religious component. A lot of it has to do with, you know, the more first world the country is the more likely it is to be being impacted by this population reduction so in europe they are they're in a collapse that's why they brought in the immigrants and that's turned into a disaster we have had a population decline and we've been letting people come in maybe for that reason because they need cheap labor for construction and other things and that's not turned out to be the disaster at least not yet but you see these people marching around in the streets it makes you wonder right i mean who are the people that are coming in
3: we're going to go to the phone lines we got one call on the line if you want to call in 877-536-1360 you can also text us there we'll be right back
5: It's a perfect time to plant trees during the Tree Farm's fifty cent tree sale. Buy the first tree at regular price and get a second tree for only fifty cents. Choose from thousands of carryout-sized shade trees, flowering trees, evergreen trees, and more. Buy one seven to eight foot tall flowering tree for only two sixty nine fifty and get another tree for only fifty cents. That's two seven gallon trees for only two seventy. You Come take I twenty five to exit two thirty five, then five miles west
6: to the Tree Farm.
0: half-empty cup of joe is sponsored by james morgan a realtor with grisham and associates llc at 720-203-0731
2: Half Empty Cup. Joe and Jason are yesterday, Steve Mitchell, eight seven seven five three six thirteen sixty, And, you know, just going, you know, all over the place, you know, talking about vaccines and then, you know, is there an effort to reduce the population uh, even though the population continues to grow? I believe that there is. I think there is an effort to where they want the population to stop growing, maybe not to shrink but to at least stop growing, which puts you in those dangerous positions, one little miscalculation and all of a sudden, hey, there's not enough people, there's not enough workers, uh, because I tend to agree with Jason, the elites don't want to wipe out, they just want obedient workers uh, is what they want, and and, uh, the best way to get that, make them just poor enough, right, that they don't think they're that poor uh but they really don't have any power and are reliant upon them for every everything uh get you where you need to be but we got some callers jason who do we have
3: yeah if you want to call in 877-536-1360 call or text and we will put you on the air tracy thanks for holding on Uh, what is your comment
10: Hey, yeah, man, I, I want to tell you guys about a book called The Many-Sided Franklin. It's from, like, the, the, the late 30s and early 40s. And Benjamin Franklin, it, It's all the whole book's all about all the things Benjamin Franklin did. And he actually inoculated his son and killed him with a cowpox vaccine.
3: So, yeah, so we've had vaccines around since the 1700s, uh, Steve. So, yeah, I, I know they've been around a long time, Steve, but, I mean, uh, I guess much more experimental when you go back that far.
8: Yeah, so in China they were using vaccine-type technologies a long time before other places, but but the technique of using cowpox uh, to vaccinate basically came out of, of a European idea and... Uh, yes some people died but it but it was a response to smallpox which was a you know it's like a almost a death a death sentence so you know that's why i was trying to make the point is that yes our immune systems are amazing but they can't do everything and sometimes they just can't adapt enough or can't adapt fast enough and there's a there was a lot of people you know scarred a lot of kings and queens uh were scarred by smallpox um children died a lot of people died and you know the black plague smallpox anthrax these are these are plagues that we don't have today because well plague not so much but smallpox and other things we don't have those diseases because we did develop vaccinations and got rid of them so it's a double-edged sword I mean it's like there are people going to be damaged but but the COVID vaccine is a whole different whole different animal.
2: You know, you brought up... You know, I just had to renew
8: my licenses.
3: Go ahead. Go ahead, Joe.
2: Oh, uh, uh, And then I'll let you get right back to it, because you just brought something up, and I meant to ask it previously, and then I lost it. What's an acceptable amount of death? You know, and, I don't know. And, and let's use COVID, because right, you, you brought up the thing where you said, hey, okay, everyone knows, like, one person, right, That that, that died... From the COVID vaccine, but uh, for the one person I know, I, I don't even want to take a guess. I don't know a hundred, maybe a two hundred people that I know at least got at least one shot, and and you know, the, if nothing else, they didn't die from from that shot. So, it, is there an amount that you say, okay, listen, guys, I get it, right? But there's. There's 8 billion people um, and 7 billion, you know, 999 million of you are going to be okay. But there's going to be, you know, there's going to be a million of you that, that hey, they're just not going to be. Is that, you, you, you hear what I'm saying? Is there, is there room in medicine to, that says, hey, that, that, that's good enough?
8: Not that I know of. And and in the in the case of the COVID vaccine, you could make the case that if 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 the government had not suppressed treatment options um, that doctors were trying to implement, we wouldn't have had nearly the de- the deaths we had, and that the vaccine was actually unnecessary. And and I think you could make I think people could make a strong case for that. So the question is, you know. What's acceptable death rate? I don't know, but what's acceptable death rate when you didn't need to get the shot? Because the shots don't seem to be doing, being that effective, and they seem to make people more susceptible to COVID. And, you know, the people that I know of in the hospital, you know, in the last year that have had COVID and been in the hospital are the ones that had the shots. And in our Steve, shop, when people when people say they've had COVID, I ask them, "Have you shot?" Yeah,
3: I had the shot. Steve, let me say, let me ask this because I'm, I'm I kind of like Joe's you know you know s- speculation that maybe they just want to stop the growth of people. And when when I, I remember the Barry Jones show so well, and, and you're talking about, hey, look, you know, these polio shots actually cause cancer in people for like thirty more years afterwards. Is it possible that just to slow down population growth? Get get the numbers down. That that all these COVID vaccines are just have a 30 year incubation period. They they can go off in you at any time and cause cancer. Because one thing I know that everybody has multiple stories is all the people they know that died of cancer, which 150 years ago people didn't really die of cancer. Steve. You know,
8: I would not disagree with what Joe's saying about trying to limit it to some number. That's what the Kissinger report was saying; is they wanted to keep it at eight billion or whatever it was. So, I wouldn't disagree that that is a agenda that they're trying to shoot for. The the cancer being caused by the contaminants of the polio vaccine, if if it occurred, and I do believe I believe it did, that was a political decision. It wasn't really based on that. Was Nixon not wanting to admit that that his government had approved something that was going to damage the population and, and 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 I believe it had it generated a lot of cancers but you know there's a lot of environmental things we were you know we live in an environment we weren't designed to live in too i mean we're exposed to you know people smoke we're all kinds of things going on all kinds of contaminants in our food um, and then we have these things going on in the background like the the virus that's in that was in the polio vaccine.
3: We got a caller coming in, 877-536-1360. Sean, go ahead and get started. If we get the, the commercial break, we'll hold you over. What is your comment, Sean?
10: Uh, yeah, uh,
7: I had a comment about the vaccines, but also wanted to point out, uh, I sent you guys a picture. Uh, they're chemtrailing the hell out of us this morning
8: south of Firestone, and I get oh. up and go outside and saw the lines. And now you can still see the lines out there. And it's like one big mass to the south of artificial, you know, stuff that they're spraying. And I wondered about the connection between that and maybe asthma. Stop
3: Stay with us, Sean. I'll put you on hold. We'll be right back after this commercial break. Stop You're listening bitching. to the Half Empty Cup of Joe. Do something.
1: And it can truly be miraculous for someone fighting a potentially life-threatening disease due to an infection, diabetes, or cancer. The tea is also organic and naturally caffeine-free. A one-pound package of tea is $49.95, which includes shipping. To order, please visit TeheboTeaClub.com. tahibo is spelled T like Tom. A-H-E-E-B, like boy, O, then continue with the word T, and then the word club. The complete website is TeheboTeaClub.com or call us at 818-610-8088 Monday through Saturday, 9 a.m. to 5 p.m. California time. That's 818-610-8088 TeheboTeaClub.com
5: The Tree Farm's 50-cent tree sale is going on now. Choose from thousands of carry-out-sized trees that are easy to handle and easy to plant. While supplies last, five by- the first tree at regular price and mix or match the second tree for only $0.50. Cents. Thousands of shade trees, flowering trees, fruit trees, evergreen trees, ornamental trees, and more. Also, huge savings on shrubs and perennials. You Come take see. I-25 to exit 235, then five miles west
6: to the tree farm.
3: Welcome back, half-empty cup of Joe. Joe and Jason, our guest today is Steve Mitchell. Uh, Sean, real quick, I didn't know if you wanted to add something before we go. Uh, move on to Steve and uh, to, uh, with a reaction. Sean, you still there? Oh yeah, I'm still here. Sorry, I, you've, you, you were uh, talking chemtrails, and was there anything else you wanted to well, add before, before Sean, we, we move Sean to actually Steve. texted yeah, in a picture,
2: he... and it, it, it truly was. It, it's incredible. <laughs> I've never seen. Uh, so much of it in, in one place like that before, but then uh, Sean was talking about is there a correlation, uh, Steve? Maybe getting your opinion on this, uh, between asthma, which is another one of these things that seemingly grows and grows every year, and and chemtrailing,
8: you know, I wouldn't know for sure with chemtrails, but I, but. My experience has been <clears throat> that anything that increases the particulate particulate count in the air where the asthmatic people are would cause an aggravation of their asthma uh, is an insidious disease it's very you know um, so yeah I guess it's possible if, if if it could you know if those particles could survive a trip down to the surface and get down to where the people are
3: yeah, metals. There's metals in those chemtrails. Generally, uh, barium and aluminum and other things. Steve. Aluminum, so I, barium. Yeah. Let's uh, let's move on. We got another caller. We got We got, only got two segments left of the show. Scott, thank you for coming in. If anybody else wants to call in, text in eight seven seven five three six thirteen sixty. We'll get you in late here. Scott, thanks for calling in. What is your comment?
12: Well, my comment is I I didn't catch the whole
3: conversation, but I when you talk about population
7: control. What about the aspect of uh, fertility and
2: all the uh, menstrual disruptions and everything that happened to women, and even from shedding?
3: Yeah, Scott. So that's that's something we we're kind of we kind of generalize it because we started with vaccines and COVID, and I just came into this hour started asking Steve about well, you know, numbers right now, Scott, from from a, a general search, there's three hundred eighty five thousand babies born every day there's only 150,000 people dying every day, and that's worldwide. So, so yeah, infertility, uh, Steve, that would be a major one to get the population down, but as of today's numbers, that's not a problem, is it?
8: Well, it depends on but, what
3: country you're living in. Right. It's been, it, That's where it could be targeted. Well, let's talk you know, worldwide. I mean, if, if the world is producing 385,000 people and there's only 150,000 dying worldwide, I'm, I'm sure... It, countries have problems and some countries are going through a boom but I mean it doesn't seem like there's a fertility problem worldwide right now Steve okay
2: well that was it I just
3: uh, always suspected something along those lines I was just looking for more information thank you Scott Steve I'm I just, I'm sorry I keep pounding at home but it's like you know it just well, well, popped in my head today what, it's like well, why these numbers don't this support now. it
2: let's take a look at this because The one thing we don't know is okay, where are they saying this population growth in terms of birth are coming from? Okay, because in terms of birth, it's not here. In terms of birth, it's not here. It's not China. I'm wondering if in terms of birth
3: it's not Japan either.
2: You you, you're right, it's not Japan, right? Uh, it's not. It's not Germany. It's not France, right? It's not England. Would we find that in terms of birth, uh, it is overwhelmingly countries that were way down on the vaccine percentages? You, you, you see what I'm saying? Uh, these, you know, because the way they described COVID to me early on, everybody in Africa should have died, right? Because oh my gosh. Right, they they they, they have uh, the the worst sanitation, probably the worst hospitals. It's probably going to spread like wildfire uh, in these in these rural areas and wipe out everybody. Uh, yet we never heard that, and and I'm just wondering if if we're seeing, and I think what I think we're seeing, and I and we're not there yet, but the developed nations, it always seems to play out the same. The more developed you get all of a sudden, you've got a birth rate problem, and that if you don't have good immigration, right, like we do, right, Japan has horrible immigration, China doesn't have great immigration, right, their their, their populations are in decline. Uh, Is it something uh, medically uh, that is causing that? I think the caller's got a point there. I think that maybe it's just a little different in the fact that It happens in industrialized nations because, well, you got the industrialized medicine to go along with the industrialization.
8: Steve? Well, in the book, The Next 100 Years, a forecast for the 21st century, George Freeman made the case. he, He heads up a huge think tank that the government does business with. He made the case that population growth is occurring primarily in countries that are that have religions that believe in population increase so Catholics uh, Muslims and, and countries that are not uh, that don't have access to uh, the medical means to reduce population like in Africa so where you're seeing these these population increases is in populations that are that are Hispanic you know a lot of Hispanics a lot of Muslims a lot of people from Africa South America and those are the people that that they tried to get the vaccine to and they couldn't I'd make another case is that birth does not mean in does not mean increase in uh, population birth means you have to get them you have to get them to adulthood for it to count right so a lot of these countries the the, the rate of death in as uh, as children are raised is high so it's not really a it's not really a fair measurement of of what's going on as far as population growth worldwide at the level that that we count adults but yes that population growth is is occurring and and it's it's one of the issues that the globalists talked about in that book it was a huge thing actually it was it was Uh, Projected by him and his group that the Muslims and the Mexicans, the Hispanics, would take over the world.
3: One more segment here here on the Half Empty Cup of Joe. Joe and Jason, our guest Steve Mitchell. Stay with us, we'll be right back.
2: I've learned to stand with people that are in the storm have courage? And if there's a man out there other than President Trump and just a few others that have really proven their metal in the furnace, it's Mike Lindell. You're not going to get better towels, better sheets, better slippers, better beds, better hundreds of products made in America anywhere. It's ridiculous how high quality it is,
4: how ridiculous the prices are low. Go to MyPillow.com and use promo code KHNC.
11: song i wrote you might want to sing it note for note. don't worry Be happy
3: final segment here on the half empty cup of joe we got a late caller in so we're going to go to alan alan can't wait to hear what you have to say go ahead alan
7: well you're talking about this immigration and how we're doing all this stuff and does anybody ever stop to look
15: at the quality of people that are doing all this immigrating?
3: <laughs> yes, Alan, there's definitely uh people are coming here just to uh to for a better life and the, because it's illegal immigration, we don't get to filter who comes in. It used to be that the best and brightest of countries would come here, uh citizens of other countries, but yes, now it's just a, it's sorta of just to keep our population floating, doesn't it seem, Alan?
7: Well, I'd rather have a low population of halfway decent, smart,
10: pretty good people than a huge population of a lot of what we're getting
3: now. Let Let me ask you a question real quick, Alan. Detroit went through a big population decrease. Would you want to live in Detroit?
7: No, but that's a different thing. That's a big. Uh, I don't know. There. It's a, it's
3: a population decrease, though. I mean, uh, time and again, you see populations across the world when they go through decline. Those those countries, those cities, end up in really bad situations. I I thought I'd throw it out there, Alan, because it seems to me that population decline usually disrupts a population really badly.
7: Well, but you look at a lot of places where they have massive influxes of people, like New York City, and some of these places now, and you look at the problems they're having. Right. So,
3: so maybe it's not the quantity, high or low. Maybe it's the quality, right, Joe?
2: Well, I think that was Alan's point, right? Hey, if we, if we had uh, the quality, uh, the, the, then it would be one thing. Uh, quantity by itself uh, it can create just as many – if not more problems than lack of quantity. But make no mistake about it, lack of quantity, uh, th- that's no picnic either. Uh, and, and I think this is, unfortunately, yep. I think where you stand is, if like, like the United States, hey, we're going to make it up through immigration. Unfortunately, how that works is you end up getting uh, qu- quantity. You, you don't get the quantity, and, and you kind of suffer either way.
3: Thanks for the call, Alan. Uh, but yeah, I'll, uh, I'll say this: yes, uh, it'd be, it's always best to have quality individuals in wherever you're living because you have a higher standard of living. But if it's just simply less people versus more people, at least with the more people, there's a chance that those people can self-educate or be educated and, and be brought up to speed. But uh, what do you, what do you say, Steve? Which which type of society would you rather live in? Uh,
8: of where you came from, your race, more a function of. Um, opportunities I mean, to compare someone who came from a village in Venezuela or a city in Venezuela that that didn't have the university opportunities that we have to someone who was educated in the United States, it's not a fair comparison if you're trying to determine their quality of education and ability. So it takes a certain number of generations. But I think that uh, that these people coming to the United States now are are not prepared to contribute, and and it's a huge burden on the system. Uh, I don't know how you you know our system, as it was set up before, I kind of filter for that because it was looking for certain characteristics. Now we just have people coming, and a lot of people are coming from countries that you know religiously are in, oppo- in opposition to the Christian values of of, of historical America, thing. not necessarily today.
3: Well, there you go. Thanks for coming on with us today, Steve. Like always, uh, callers, thanks for calling in and helping the show out. We have Alex Jones coming up next, and Joe and Jason. We're going to be back tomorrow at 9 a.m. for the Patriot Radio News
0: Hour.
14: Thanks for having me.